y'all doing? Happy Tuesday to each and every one of y'all that are viewing us live. Come on in. Come on in on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, wherever it is that you're watching from. As you're coming in, do not forget to share. You can't come in and not share, <laughs> okay? Hi, Angela. I see you. Hey, Antonio. How are you? Make sure y'all come in and share, share, share. Let people know that we have begun. As you're coming in as well, let me know who you are, where you're watching from, and what are you doing? What are you doing while you're watching us here tonight? If this is your first time coming in, I would like to welcome you to the Thank Me Later podcast. This is season one, episode four, with none other than yours truly, Riz. I am an author, a pastor, preacher, motivational speaker, mentor, businesswoman, daughter, granddaughter, auntie, sister, cousin, friend. I'm all of that. And I am so excited to be here with you all on tonight. Make sure for those of you who are watching us on Facebook, YouTube, that you guys download us as well on anchor.fm. That's an app for you Android and iPhone users, anchor.fm. You can also download us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and any other podcasting platform that you can pretty much think of. Make sure you like and follow the Thank Me Later podcast page right now. That's right. Like the Thank Me Later podcast Facebook page right now so you can keep in touch with us and be updated on everything that we are doing in this season. Hey, Kevin, I see you here. He said, Kevin says, in there. How you doing? Y'all know I love to do my Wendy Williams impersonation. I'm going to impersonate her until somebody discover me. How you doing? Y'all gotta tell me if y'all like like when I do it or not. If y'all say I don't like it, then I'll stop. But for now, how you doing? <laughs> Hi, Shirley. How are you? How are you? So we're gonna jump into you guys our first portion of the Thank Me Later podcast, which is none other than our icebreakers we got to get a little sound to go with that but for right now you got a real nice pink and blue visual there these are our icebreakers that we're going to get ready to jump into but first thing first i do have to apologize for my hair so for those of you who um don't know i am starting my dread journey my lock journey i'm locking my hair this is my second attempt at locks okay my second attempt at locks, the first time was maybe a year or two years ago where I lasted about six months and then I combed them out. <laughs> but this time I'm locking for the long run. I'm locking for the long run. It's no taking them out. It's no taking them down. It's none of that. So I'm hanging on in there. I've gone three weeks from the advice of um, my lock stylist without a retwist, y'all. I'm so pitiful. I like my hair looking good. I like it look, looking done. I don't like the, what do you call it, the rough patch that you have when you start your locks, when you look in the food and your hair looking all raggedy. So I have been retwisting constantly, but my lock stylist has encouraged me to try to go at least two to three weeks without tightening up the twist, you know, tightening up the new growth. Um, just let it do its own thing. So this is week three. 
for me and I am um doing my own I do my own retwist my fresh retwist this Saturday thank you Jesus but in the meantime you know we keeping it together Y'all say a prayer for me. I see Angela um, giving me a little support. She has also started her lock journey. She says, looking good, sis. Thank you, sis. I'm just trying to get like you. Then she says, right. And then she says, I know I don't either. I do not look rough. You know we got to look good. You know we got to represent the kingdom of God. <laughs> so y'all just pray for me while I'm trying to be obedient. And, you know, leave my keep my hands out of my hair and let it grow out a little bit before I touch it up but of course i have to remind y'all that my birthday is coming up less than two weeks away we are now down to 13 days and the countdown is real and if you know me i celebrate my birthday consistently as if it's a holiday it's the one day out of the year that's all about me that i get to do what i want to do that i get to appreciate myself and i get to receive love from others and you know as i'm sure you do as well on your birthday so I'm counting down, and we are 13 days away from 27. Y'all, 27. Your girl is almost 30. And believe it or not, I'm ready to hit 30. Like, mentally, I'm already there. Um, mature, Maturity-wise, I'm already there. Um, but for those of you who don't know, I am only 26, and I'll be 27 in 13 days i am accepting all kind of gifts diamonds and pearls you know if you would like to cash out me you can cash out powerhouse int12 again it's powerhouse int12 and i'm taking all monies do you hear me i am taking all monies now my original birthday plan was to go to new orleans anybody watching ever been to new orleans have you been to new orleans um, or what's the last place that you went to for your birthday? Have you ever taken a birthday trip? Do you even like to travel? Anyway, my birthday plan is to go to New Orleans. Um, but it's looking like there may be a change of plan. So I'm trying to come up with a plan B. And I think the fair is coming to Memphis, Tennessee. So if I don't go out of town, I may be spending my birthday, you know, getting a nice breakfast. Um, it, Owen Brennan's or another broken egg. Then I may go to the fair, the local fair, may catch a nice dinner or something, you know, Jay Alexander, do a little bowling. I don't know. It's a million and one things that I'm thinking of that I may want to do for my birthday if I have to stay in the city. If you're watching, maybe you can send your personal suggestions to me. What do you do for your birthday? How do you celebrate your birthday every year? What do you do for fun? Do you like to bowl? Y'all, I love to bowl. And as I was telling a friend of mine today, I said, there is a winner's anointing on my life. <laughs> a winner's anointing on my life. I'm not going to lose. I love to bowl and I am not going to lose. I have to win. But some of you who have been hanging here, in here with me as we've been getting to know each other, building relationship, building community, know that the newest addition to my life is my cat Sandy. And I used to call her Sandy Cat, but I have evolved to calling her Sandy Cakes. <laughs> and then, of course, I have my dog, who I've had for over a year and a half. And his name is Spade. I like to call him Spool Spade. And I like to come on here on my podcast and give an update on how the cat and the dog are getting along, how they are developing their relationship, and how they are behaving. Number one, I think... 
Sandy is driving Spade crazy. Spade is my dog. And she likes to bite his ankles. She likes to sneak up on him. She likes to wait around corners for him to walk by so she can pop out. She likes to eat his food. She likes to fight with his tail. I mean, she is just giving him the blues. But he has not uh, retaliated or fought her, you know, or tried to bite her. So I think they are doing okay. But the other day... I made the most interesting discovery. And I want you guys to see it here on the screen. Spay and Sandy were in the church praying, y'all. For those of you who don't know, I am a pastor, the pastor of Powerhouse International Church Memphis. And we are only three months in. So we have started in my home and the cat and the dog went into the church y'all i was looking all over for them all over the house and i found them in the church on the front row can you believe it <laughs> my friend told me that it is the picture of the year and i most certainly certainly agree Speaking of the churches, I want to take this opportunity to invite y'all <laughs> to come out each and every Sunday at 1.30 p.m. CST for our Power Pack Worship Encounters, where we are going higher in the Lord. Every week, we are going higher. We would love to see your face in the place. Again, it's 1.30 p.m. CST. If you would like the location information, you can email us at thepowerhouseint at gmail.com. Again, that's thepowerhouseint at gmail.com. This Sunday, this upcoming Sunday is Super Sunday. Y'all, and I have a super word for you. And then don't forget about our revival that's coming up next Monday through Friday, this August 30th to September 3rd. You don't want to miss this wave of God. And I definitely would love to see you. So make sure you get in touch with us. Make sure you email us so you can get the information as far as the location. Let's check out these comments. Kevin says, Spade and Sandy Chronicle Season 1. Listen, they need their own show. They really do. I got to make the time because y'all will be so tickled to see some of the things that they do. <laughs> Spade and Sandy Chronicle Season 1. I actually have an Instagram page. Um, for them, and I think it's Spoil Spade and Sandy Chronicles, something like that. I have to let y'all know so y'all can go check it out. I do upload content of them on there, but I'll keep y'all posted. Okay. Okay. So, um, I do want to appreciate everyone who reached out to me concerning um a post that I made about this past Sunday. I love you. I appreciate you, and I thank you for your prayers. Um, even bigger news, y'all. My mom is moving in. <laughs> My mom is moving in with me. Do y'all hear me? I don't know how I feel. A part of me is excited. A part of me is nervous. A part of me is like, Lord, what you doing? <laughs> My mom is moving in with me this week, y'all. She has sold her home. And she's going to be living with me temporarily until she makes her next move into her next home. Which I know we say temporary. That can be for God knows how long. It can be six months, another year, maybe two or three. So I am just mentally, emotionally, and spiritually adjusting um, to the idea that my mother is going to be living with me 
if we're lucky, we will soon have her on one of these episodes. If I can convince her to do it one Tuesday. But um, y'all keep me in y'all prayers. And thank y'all for y'all condolences as we buried my great auntie on this past Saturday. I really, really do appreciate all the concerns, all of the text messages, the phone calls, and the inboxes. Love and peace to my auntie Bessie. Okay? Okay. I would like to know y'all thoughts because i want y'all to interact with me i want y'all to come in i want to be able to read y'all comments read y'all names off as they're popping up on the screen how do y'all feel about the school students in COVID 19 how do y'all feel about the teachers in COVID 19 um because from my understanding and i don't too much watch the news but some schools have already been shut down. Some schools have already been sending the children home because kids are testing positive with this disease. Do you have children that are in school? How do you feel about this? Do you think they should remain in the classroom or they should go back to virtual learning? You know, I'm an auntie. I'm a sister to some younger siblings. I don't have any kids, but this is definitely a concern for me. You know, this is definitely a concern that people are passing the viruses in the classroom. The students are getting sick. The teachers are getting sick. And school has just begun. So, I would like to know how y'all feeling. What do y'all think? Just about COVID in general. I mean, it seems to still be running rampant. It seems to still be progressing. Um, people are still testing positive, even if they got the vaccine, just where are you at with it? Where are you at mentally and emotionally concerning COVID-19? And then I saw this on my newsfeed that people are doing this crate challenge. Have y'all heard about the crate challenge where people are stacking up crates like a pyramid and... People are climbing on this like if you make it over, then you get a prize. Have you done the crate challenge? Are you going to do the crate challenge? Why? <laughs> what is the importance of the crate challenge? Angel says the school needs to close. I have one in school. I think they do need to definitely go back to virtual le learning. I think that we opened up everything way too fast. We opened up everything way too fast. We were only closed down for what, like a month? We were on curfew for like a month. And now everything is just back in motion and the numbers are going up. People are still getting sick. People are still dying. Angela says, tired of COVID. Listen, I'm so tired of COVID. And people, you know, we all say that we want to go back to the way it once was, want to go back to the norm. I just don't know if we ever will. And that's the most, you know, mind-boggling part is that we once were living life one way and now it could never be the same. It just, COVID hit and everything changed and it could never be the same. He said, yes, I saw. You saw these people climbing on the crates. What are they doing? And then I saw another post where Walmart made a, um, they put a price on their crates. They start charging for their crates. You know, usually you could go to Walmart and Target and Lowe's and um, Big Lots and Sam's, all of these different stores. And, you know, they'll let you have some crates. They'll let you take some crates. But now, since people are making a thing out of it, they're making a challenge out of it. They selling the crates. Walmart had 99 cents a crate. <laughs> 
Look, you got to get it how you live. I see you, Walmart. I feel you. Get it how you live. <laughs> they say, y'all ain't going to take our crates for free. Then winning $50, $100, $500 prizes off our crates. <laughs> y'all at least going to give me 99 cents. Y'all know I'm silly, but Walmart is not playing with this crate challenge. <laughs> Kevin says, Walmart ain't missing no money. Listen, do you blame them? I don't blame them. <laughs> we in a pandemic. We in financial a financial drought. They got to get it how they live. Walmart got to sustain too, just like all of us. So... Listen, Walmart, do what you got to do. I feel you. I feel you. I want to show y'all. I have to brag a little bit uh, because just yesterday, my Mary Kay director uh, swung, swung by the house and she brought me an award. Y'all, let me reach down here and get it now. Hold on. Be patient now. Hold your, hold your horse. Hold your mule. That's what they say. That's what Tabitha Brown say. Hold your mule now. This mug, you can't really see it that well. It says, be a gold digger. <laughs> Y'all, not a gold digger. Be a gold digger. That means I'm digging to reach my goals. Is that what it means? I really been trying to make sense of this statement since yesterday. So y'all got to help me. How do you be a gold digger? Because I thought if I'm reaching for my goal, I'm reaching up, right? But apparently, I'm supposed to be digging in the ground. <laughs> but I love this cup. It's really cute. It's really nice. It's a prize that I want for my success in my Mary Kay business. Um, just for the sales that I made. Just for recruiting people. And just climbing the ladder. Slowly but surely, climbing the ladder. And I want to encourage you all to be a gold digger. Not a gold digger. Now, I ain't saying she a gold digger. <laughs> now, I ain't saying she a gold digger. Is that, is that Jay-Z? Jamie Foxx. Oh, I got it all wrong, child. My producer said it's Kanye West. Now, I ain't saying she a gold digger. Now, don't y'all try to talk about me being no pastor because everybody know this song. Everybody know this song. If you black, you know this song. <laughs> don't give me no hard time here today. <laughs> Now, I ain't saying she a gold digger. When I'm in need. <laughs> That's Jamie Foxx right there. Yeah, she's a kind of friend indeed. Well, she's a gold digger. <laughs> Way over town. That digs on me. <laughs> yes. Angela says, I don't believe we'll go back to normal. We absolutely would not go back to normal. Man, she said gold. Yes, a gold digger. Dig for your goals. <laughs> Kevin says, your goals are sometimes buried under fear, uncertainty, doubt, and strife. Sometimes you got to dig deep. Ooh, Kevin, I like that. You got me right together. I like that. Your goals are sometimes buried under fear, uncertainty, doubt, and strife. Sometimes you got to dig deep. You know what? I'm a gold digger. We all should be gold diggers. 
even in the rough times and the tough times, through trials and tribulations, no matter what we go through in life, no matter what we face, we have to dig deep and keep digging to reach our dreams, to reach success, to reach prosperity. I like that. I really do like that. But while we on the Mary Kay, I do want to encourage Angela and any other lady or male who's watching this to become a part of my Mary Kay team. If you would like to be your own business owner, if you would like to have your own business and push your own products, you can join my team, MaryKay.com forward slash M Martin 0694. I know you ain't gonna remember all of this, so that's why you could just inbox me. Just inbox us, inbox me if you would like to become a Mary Kay skincare and makeup consultant. And even if you don't want to become a consultant, make sure you reach out to me so you can shop with me for all your skincare needs, your makeup needs, anything you need, I got it. And if I don't got it, I can help you get it, okay? Okay. This concludes our icebreakers. I think y'all live here now. I think y'all woke. I hope y'all have been sharing. Sharing is caring. As I always say, you can't come in and not share. You can't come in here spying and peeping and creeping and you don't share. <laughs> I may be saying something that somebody else needs to hear. So make sure you share. Even if it's not for you, it's for somebody else. But it's time for us to roll right into our wrist reviews. We gotta get a sound, um, a soundtrack for that too, a sound effect for that too. But for right now, the photo is what it do. Okay, the photo is what it do, and y'all can thank me later for these wrist reviews. I first would like to touch on starbucks y'all i was in raleigh heading to my mother's house to help her move because you know i told y'all she's getting ready to move in with me so i was helping her move and i saw starbucks in raleigh right across the street from where the raleigh springs mall used to be right over there by the bank and the gas station and everything at the red light i'm like they put a starbucks in raleigh and somebody enlightened me that people have been giving Starbucks a hard time because <laughs> he said their wrist review intro music, though. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate it. You know, I, I, I try my best. But they put a Starbucks, y'all, in the Raleigh area. And they were saying that people have been getting onto Starbucks, giving them a hard time, emailing them, calling them, texting them. Because they only put their locations in certain communities, in upscale communities. You know, people say that about Chick-fil-A too. So if you in the Memphis, Memphis City area, then you know they got it in Germantown. You know, you know they got it, got them in Carrierville. You know, they, they got them, you know, in certain areas. And people have been complaining, you know, that they don't have easy access. They got to go to the bougie communities to go to Chick-fil-A or Starbucks and things like this. So when I saw the Starbucks in Raleigh, right across from where the Raleigh Springs Mall used to be, I was like, oh, they got the message. They got the message. So Starbucks is now in Raleigh. If you didn't know, I'm letting you know. It's a Starbucks near you, man. <laughs> Y'all know that's, that's how we talk in Memphis. It's Memphis, man. It's a Starbucks near you. Right off of Austin P. Highway. At the red light. Make sure you go there and get you some coffee. Patronize them. Appreciate them for expanding. Appreciate them for expanding. 
Chick-fil-A, we still gonna pray for them. They still being petty and they still being bougie. But just like Starbucks is expanding, I wanna make note of another food chain restaurant that has been expanding all across the city, which is Red Hook. And I have to pinpoint them because I love my seafood. I love my crab legs. I love my crawfish. I love my fish. I love my shrimp. I love my frog legs, hog mog, pig feet, collard greens, cornbread. <laughs> Y'all know I'm just being silly. I gotta have fun. What would this podcast be without any laughing? But no, Red Hook has been stretching across the city i mean they at every red light they're on every corner they i mean just as many churches as you see in the city you're gonna see as many red hooks you're gonna see them in the shopping centers you're gonna see them down the street wherever you at right now it's a red hook down the street do you hear me so let's hand clap red hook for taking over do you hear me they are taking taking over like by storm Let's read the comment. Kevin says, historically, undeserved areas are always neglected by the business that wants to cater to the upper class. They better get that money like Walmart. I know. Do you hear me? Walmart got it going on. Walmart already know what to do. Walmart ain't no food. Mama didn't raise no food. Mama didn't raise Walmart. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Starbucks and Chick-fil-A and any other restaurants that's in that category, they definitely need to get with the program and get the memo okay okay not only did i notice that about red hook i noticed that mickey d's mcdonald's y'all is paying up to 15 dollars 13 and 15 dollars for part-time hours what is the world coming to and why wasn't they paying this before that's the first thing that came to my mind when I saw that McDonald's and I think it's other places too, um, Taco Bell, they have been starting to pay $13 to $15 per hour. And I know it's because they need workers, they need help. We in a pandemic, people putting their life on the line to go to work now. So they're paying $13 to $15 if they hire you. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, I see you. I see you. I might put on my McDonald's jumpsuit. I might put on my Taco Bell jumpsuit. I might think about it. You know, for $13, $15 an hour, I just might think about it. But then I was like, why y'all went paying this before? Why y'all want to pay $7.25 in the beginning? <laughs> why y'all was getting over in the beginning? <laughs> why y'all was penny pitching in the beginning? Then I want to give me any barbecue sauce or ketchup. Want to charge me an extra 25 cent? <laughs> they playing. Y'all, people be playing. People be playing. People be playing. Oh, when I said that, I was reminded of, what's that movie, Another Professor, when um Chris, nah, not Chris Tucker, what's his name? Eddie, no, not Eddie Murphy. The guy that was at the comedy show with the little dress at the top of his head. Dave Chappelle. Ooh, forgive me, Dave Chappelle, that I couldn't think of you. But when I said people be playing, people be playing, the first thing that came to my mind is Dave Chappelle on the Nutty Professor movie when he said, women be shopping, women be shopping. You cannot stop a woman from shopping. <laughs> Man, what did he say? We going to talk about your mama a little bit. <laughs> 
Ready, ready, ready. <laughs> Lord have mercy on my soul. But people do be playing, y'all. And women, we do be shopping. You can't stop us from shopping. Even in the pandemic, we still shopping. Kevin says, and he's the only one that's talking to me. Everybody else just staring. Okay. Y'all must be drinking some coffee or tea. Kevin says, I foresee a rich, rich coffee in downtown Memphis 2024. Come on, speak over my life. You better prophesy into my future. I want all the money. I'm trying to be like Walmart. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> moving right along to our movie for the week. Y'all, I have a few movies for the week because I've been watching movies since last week. Do you hear me? If you know me and if you have been following my podcast, then you know that my favorite movie is Major Pain. I love Major Pain, y'all. And just the other day, I watched Major Pain again. I can quote that whole movie verbatim. And I have watched it 50 million times. I'm just waiting on somebody to say $50 million for the person who can quote Major Pain movie. And I'm going to be a billionaire. I'm going to be a billionaire. I'm just waiting. Waiting on my moment. Waiting on my time to shine. Because I'm going to shine. It's nobody who can outquote me on that movie. So I watched Major Pain again. But I want to give a kudos to a female actress by the name of Christina Milian. She was in two movies that I watched over the past week. One of them is Falling In Love. And in case you go to look it up, it's Falling In, I-N-N, not just I-N, like the usual spelling. Falling In, I-N-N, Love. And then she was in another one called Resort to Love. And she played those movies. She was the star of both of those movies. She did very well. I will let you know, it might be considered a chick flick, you know. It's a romance movie. Both of them are romance movies. Um, but she did really, really well in both of them. I would give both of the both of those a 20 on a scale of 1 to 10. So make sure y'all go check them out. I think both of them are on Netflix. Do y'all like Hulu or Netflix? Which one do y'all like the best? I watch both. But then I find myself getting worn out on one and then I switch to the other. I don't really go in between the two. Either I'm watching a whole lot of stuff on Hulu. And then when I feel like I've watched that stuff up, then I go to Netflix. And then when I feel like I've worn Netflix out, I'll go back to Hulu. But which one do y'all like the most? Which one do y'all think has the best shows and movies? I don't have a vote. I don't have a vote. So I'm going to go with y'all vote. Just let me know what y'all think. But a show that my little sister has been encouraging me to look into, and I don't know if y'all have seen it yet. Um, I think she said it's on Netflix. It's called Behind Her Eyes. Have any, anybody seen that? Behind Her Eyes. I think I'm going to watch it tonight or sometime in the morning. Behind Her Eyes. My special friend had me watching SummerSlam WWE the other day. Kevin, do you like wrestling? This is where I can talk to my men because I'm a wrestling fan. I know about John Cena. I know about Shawn Michaels. I know about Triple H. I know about Rey Mysterio. I know about Randy Orton. Did I say John Cena? Yep. I know about 
Undertaker. Who else? I know about Kane. Who else? I know about Hulk Hogan. Who else? Ray Mysterio's son. Who else? Who can outname me? <laughs> My producer said he can outname me, y'all. He's a wrestling fan. He might just be the one that had me watching WWE. But, um... <laughs> My stepfather used to take me to see it every year. They used to come to Memphis, Tennessee. They used to be at the FedEx Forum, and it used to be our thing. That was the only thing that we had in common, too. We both like wrestling. <laughs> Other than that, he was going his way. I was going my own way. He was going his way. I was going my own way, but we came back together again every year. <laughs> we got on one accord. We saw eye to eye when it was time to go to the FedEx Forum to catch WWE Live. Love, love, love wrestling. So, we were watching the SummerSlam the other day. And um, I was recommended to watch this movie called Hashi. So, I want to know what y'all think if y'all seen that Hashi. It's a movie about a dog. That's all I know. <laughs> so, y'all can tell me what y'all think. Give me y'all review before I invest any of my good time and attention to this movie. <laughs> Angela says, I'm not a TV person. I don't really like TV, but I love watching movies. I love watching movies. I love watching romance, comedy, even horror. Um, I love watching movies, but you're right. I'm not a TV person either. That's why when people are watching all these shows on TV, I can't keep up because I don't know what they're talking about. I have to wait till it's on Netflix or Hulu, and I might find myself later binge watching it like a movie, but I don't really get into it TV style, if that makes sense, if you know what I mean. But, moving right along, our song for the week. Our song for the week, and I want to get spiritual for a moment, is a song that's very encouraging that has encouraged me in the last 24 hours. And this song is called, It Is Well. Everybody know this song. It is well with my soul. Whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say. It is well. On my good days, it is well. On my bad days, it is well. When I'm up, it is well. When I'm down, it is well. When, it, when I'm sick, it is well. When I feel good, it is well. When it's going my way, it is well. When it's not going my way, it is well. If they show up for me, it is well. If they don't show up for me, it is well. If I'm told yes, it is well. If I'm told no, it is well. Whatever my lot, whatever my hand, Whatever I must go through, whatever I must endure, thou, meaning the Lord, has taught me to say, it is well. And somebody who's watching tonight might be going through something. So I want to encourage you to spend a little time with that song and allow it to minister to your spirit. That whatever it is, big or small, this and that, it is well. All right. It's time for our black on business coming on the screen right now the undisputed production i want to give a special kudos right now to my very own personal producer andre ajaho he does photo and video production portraits and headshots i know somebody out there need a photo shoot promotional videos if you have a business of your own 
audio and video podcast. He doing my podcast right now. So you checking out his skills every week when you see me. Contact him directly. He also does concerts, music videos, and many, many, many other things. So if you're trying to move into podcasting yourself, you're trying to move into a business endeavor, make sure you contact him. Or like I see Angela has put in a comment section, me, put something in the comment section so he can contact you directly. You can reach out to him at the undisputed production at gmail.com. Again, that's the undisputed production at gmail.com or call at 315-222-4327. Y'all, he does phenomenal work. We have been working hand in hand for almost a year now and he has never failed me. So make sure you reach out to him and contact him for all of your photography and videography needs. Okay? All right. If you would like your business, your book, or whatever it is you do to be promoted on this podcast, we can promote you too. All you have to do is simply email us at thankmelaterpodcast50 at gmail.com. Again, that's thankmelaterpodcast50 at gmail.com and we will get back to you okay okay moving on to the meat of the show tonight the main course the main topic for this episode which is make like a door not a lock make like a door not a lot. I know it doesn't sound like it makes sense when I just read it to you, but I'm about to break it down, honey. Wait on me, child. Hold your horse. Hold your mule. Give me a chance. <laughs> Make like a door and not a lock. The other day when I was cleaning up my house, I had the television on the Hillsong channel and they had none other than the Bishop T.D. Jakes on, on TV. And he was talking and preaching and he began to talk about, you know, how in life we should be a door and not a lock. He was talking about how we should be a door and not a lock. So I have to get credit to him before I dive into this thing. And it immediately God began to give me revelation and it truly, truly, truly resonated with me. Bishop T.D. Jakes is one of my favorite preachers. Um, I admire him to the utmost. Um, and I follow him and love his ministry, his preaching, and his teaching. But as I was cleaning, sweeping, washing the dishes, um, and just thinking and listening, I heard him talking about being a door and not a lock. And he was prophesying to the people and telling them that you are a door. He was saying, I speak into your life that you are a door. I speak over your life that you are a door. That you looking for the connection when you are the connection. You looking for the missing piece when you are the piece. You are everything. God has poured into you and given you gifts and talents and anointings, everything that you need. You are the door. So I wanted to share that with you, but I really want to break this thing down to the core about making like a door. And not a lock. Number one, how do I make like a door? You have to be the change that you want to see. You have to make a change. You have to step it up. You have to go hard. You have to begin to give birth to the things that God placed on the inside of you when you were born into this world. You have to begin to walk in the purpose that he purposed you 
when you were born into the world. You have to begin to walk into destiny. You have to wake up every morning, giving that day, giving life all that you can give and being all that you can be. You are the one. And what makes you different, what makes you unique is being authentic, simply being you. God created you perfectly and wonderfully, every detail from your from your mind to your spirit to your body to your talents to your thought process to your perspective on things to your creativity God made you perfectly and wonderfully and you are a door but you have to begin to walk in God's plan for you, you have to begin to walk in your purpose you have to begin to dig deep down like we talked about earlier when we were talking about being a gold digger you have to dig deep down and pull out those things that's on the inside of you and begin to make the changes in life. Begin to make a difference. Begin to stand up and stand out. What do we always say? If you stand for nothing, then you will fall for anything. Stand for something. Stand up and stand out. Don't be afraid to walk alone. If you know you're right, stand up for what's right. Stand up for what's right. Be steadfast. Be anchored. Be the change. Step out. Be bold. That's how you make like a door. And then number two, don't just give back when you succeed, but reach back. I'm going to say it again. Don't just give back, but reach back. You see, a lock locks everyone out, keeps everyone out. It's stingy, keeps all the success, all the limelight, all the resources, all the money to themselves. A lock cancels everyone else out, does not help anybody else, does not share advice, does not go back and mentor someone, does not go back and encourage someone. But when you're a door, you give back and you reach back. You give back to people that have less than you or they haven't made it as far as you have make it or haven't learned as what you have learned or achieved what you have achieved. But you also reach back to pull them up, to encourage them, to inspire them, to push them into their purpose and into their destiny. Number three, not being afraid to be surpassed. Not being afraid that they might become better than you. That they might be, that they might become more successful than you, or that they may achieve more than you and get more money than you. Sometimes people make themselves like a lock because they don't want people to be better than them. They say, I made it this far, I don't want anybody to surpass me. If I share information, if I reach back, if I help them, then they might outshine me. They might take the information I gave them and run with it. They might take the idea that I gave them and run with it. But you can't be like that. You have to be a door. Kurt Carr has a gospel song that says, Lord, send the harvest. And every time you bless, you can trust me to bless somebody else. God is always going to take care of you. He's always going to bless you. He's always going to give you the increase as long as he can trust you with the harvest. So you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about your well running dry. You don't have to worry about somebody running off and, you know, being greater. God's always going to take care of you. He's going to bless you because he can trust you with the harvest. He can trust you with your anointings. He can trust you with the money. He can trust you with the gifts. He can trust you with the opportunities because once he blesses you, he knows that you're going to be not a lock, but a door. And I didn't come on here to preach. I just come on here to inspire. 
Not a lock, but a door. Make like a door and not a lock. Make sure you remain humble. Make sure you look to motivate and not to hate. I want to slow down a little bit because it's important that you be humble. You can't be a door if you haughty. You can't be a door if you think you're better than everybody else because even if you're willing to help people, your attitude in itself will run them off. Your attitude in itself will push them away because you're cocky. You think you're better. You walk with your nose, nose up at everybody. You don't want to hug anybody. You don't want to talk to them. You don't want to speak. You have to make sure you be humble. Show yourself friendly. Show yourself approachable. Show yourself open. Hey, Hosea, I see you. Kevin says, your purpose may be to push and pull others forward. Do that well and your blessings will come. Be humbled or be hum be humbled. Absolutely. If we refuse to be humble, then God will humble us. Huh. He'll give us a good piece, a nice piece of humble pie. So it's better just already walk in humility than to have to be humble. That's absolutely right, Kevin. And I like what you said about your papers may be to push or pull others. Yes, you may just be a conduit. You may just be the, the step that people need to step on and get to where they need to be. That's a blessing in being in that position. Being the door. Being the door. Maybe I don't achieve. Maybe I don't do it. Maybe I don't get it. But I help other people get there. I help other people do it. It's a blessing to be in that position. Don't take that lightly. Don't become stingy. But know that it's a blessing to be a help. I always say that. That it's one thing to be blessed. But it's another thing. Another level. Another level to be a blessing. And again, remember to motivate and not hate. Motivate and not hate. Be found motivating people. Not hating on people. You cancel out your blessing. You prolong yourself being, being stagnant and stuck where you are. While you hating on other people. Because you can't focus on what you got to do. While you spending time hating and throwing stones. So don't spend your time hating, spend your time motivating, motivating others and motivating yourself. In this season of pandemic, I want to motivate you to keep your momentum, to keep your drive, to keep your focus. The same momentum and drive and focus that you had in the beginning of the year and that you get every time a new year turnover. Keep it throughout the year. Keep it in the middle of the year. Keep it towards the end of the year. Momentum, drive, motivation, passion, push. Get that tonight. I speak that on you. I'm throwing it at you right now. I'm throwing it at you right now. Will you catch it? <laughs> Will you catch it? And then I also want to offer a word of caution while I'm offering you advice. Is while you're being a door, you also have to make sure that you have discernment and that you operate as a door of wisdom. Make sure you're careful with who you connect with. Who you open up yourself to. Remember, I said to be open to help. Be open to reach back. Be open to give back. But make sure it's the right people. It's the people that God assigned to you. It's the people that receive you. I see you, Kevin. He says receive. Make sure it's people that receive you. People that respect you. People that want to get closer to you to discover who they are, not to be you. Or not to take from you. <laughs> you have a responsibility as a door. And I can go on and on and on like this, but this is a podcast. So I'm just going to close it and just remind you to what? 
Make like a door and not a lock. Make like a door and not a lock. I hope y'all sharing because that may bless somebody else. You can't come in and not share. And as I always say, sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. You can also support the show, patronize us by sewing into us at Powerhouse INT12. Again, that's Powerhouse INT12. All seeds sown, all money's given goes towards the upbuilding and the expanding of our ministry, Powerhouse International. So everything, my all of my businesses, my podcast, everything, all Ooh, it's a fly, y'all. Everything earned goes towards our ministry. So if you would just like to support the show, if you've been enjoying the show, you've been following the show, maybe the show has made an impact on you, make sure you sew. Again, that's the powerhouse, I-N-T, one, two. To ask questions or make comments about this episode tonight, you can simply inbox us or email us, again, at thankmelaterpodcast50 at gmail.com. Again, that's thankmelaterpodcast50 at gmail.com. You can email us your topic request. If it's something that you want us to talk about, you want to know my thoughts about, you want to ask me about, you can email us with it. You can email in your black business or your book information if you would like to be featured on our show. And then if you think you want to be a special guest, you can email us and let us know your interests in becoming a special guest we are accepting all requests now make sure you get my books i see angela put in the cash app in the comment section that's powerhouse int12 and i'm glad she put it there because i want you to make sure if you have not gotten a copy of my books that you purchase your copy on my right i have the shaping this is a testimonial book, an inspirational book that contains many testimonies and my personal testimony about some of the things that God brought me through, shaped me through in order to create me and push me to do the things that he wanted me to do. The shaping. This book goes for $20 only. If you would like to purchase your copy, you can send your $20 to Powerhouse, I-N-T, one, two, and make sure you put in the fourth section, the shaping and we will email you your copy immediately you can also get your copy of day by day deliverance through devotion it's one of my faves it's a 90 day devotional book you read a page a day it has a scripture and a passage to encourage you to direct you and inspire you throughout your day for 90 days straight you can get it for for yourself or someone else who you know needs a little inspiring and encouraging Make sure you get your copies today. And then, last but not least, Prophetic Flow, a pocketbook prayer pad created by Marissa Martin Ministries. Before we birthed our church, Powerhouse International, we were solely Marissa Martin Ministries. And when the pandemic first hit, the Lord gave me to produce this pocketbook prayer pad where you can just simply write down your prayer requests, write down your thoughts, write down your dreams, write down whatever it is the Lord is saying to you, and you can keep track of it. You can be responsible and keep track of it and go back and look at it and read them later. Or when something's coming to manifestation or fruition, you'll be like, I remember when I prayed for that. I remember when God said that. I remember when I wrote that. This goes for only $5. I don't think I said how much day by day goes for. It goes for 15 and then the shaping 
goals for 20 make sure make sure make sure you get your copy again you can send your payment to dollar sign powerhouse int one two it's time for our free fruit snack how you like that kevin how is that sound effect our free fruit snack i like to call it a free fruit snack because if you're watching me live on facebook if you've downloaded us on spotify apple Podcasts, or anchor then you are listening to and enjoying this podcast for free that's all we say that you should you should sell <laughs> but it's a fruit snack because it's quick it's good and it'll bless you if you let it our free fruit snack for tonight is things are not falling apart they are falling together things are not falling apart they are falling together a lot of times when we come into a season in our life where it feels like chaos is going on different things are happening and taking place every day it looks like something is happening on every side of us we feel like our life is falling apart we feel like things are falling apart our finances are falling apart our job our relationship is falling apart our family is falling apart when really everything is falling together and the lord spoke it into my spirit earlier today and he told me that his plans are in motion so i want to share that with you in this moment that god's plans are in motion his plan always prevails and things are not my sister not my brother falling apart they are indeed falling together Kevin says the sound effects are fine. Thank listen. You hyping me up. I can't, I can't hit that dance. Let me stop. Angela says, great books. OMG, the shaping. Thank you for the review. Make sure, make sure y'all get y'all copy. Speaking of the good Lord, our Father in heaven. It's time for our closing scripture that comes from Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13, that reads, The end of the matter, all has been heard. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. I thank y'all so much for tuning in again tonight for season one, episode four of Thank Me Later with yours truly, Riz, written by yours truly is and produced by none other than my magnificent media director andre ajaho make sure you put in your calendars make plans to join us again on next week next tuesday at 9 p.m cst stay connected with us but most importantly stay connected with god and you can thank me later <laughs>